So I got in a fight about somebody's projections the other day. I can't believe your sister's still dating these nut sex. Wayne? How are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. Hey, Katie. Go home, Daryl. Nice onesie. Some coming men's? Oh, I think you coming men enough for all of us. I think you better come in my... I mean, you better come... I think you better come say that to his face, you fucking hicks. Nice execution. You're doing terrific. Hey, I heard about your breakup, buddy. She's a sweetie for what, uh, five years, right? Oh, uh, you're a uh, high school sweetie, right? What's it to you? Her she cheated on you, buddy. That's a real kick in the knackers, bro. Just a real ouchie, bro. It's too bad she taught you not to fight anymore, buddy. Because that's a fight on site for you and her new guy, buddy. Fight life for life, bro. Maybe if you'd ever been in a real fight, you might not be so keen for another. What'd you say? You heard me. Oh, my spitter. Tarps off, boys. You looking for a Tilly, buddy? Let's have a Donnybrook. Pump the brakes. You take your shirt off, but leave your sunglasses on. What sort of backwards fucking pageantry is that? You gonna fight with those shades or play at PokerStars.com? Hold my spitter. Dude, I can't hold your spitter. Hold my spitter. Just put the spitters down. TikTok. Look at that fucking treasure trail. What's up with your fucking body hair, big shoots? You look like a 12-year-old Dutch girl. Your aesthetician quaffed that for you? You can kiss my aesthetician. You guys do CrossFit? You can cross fuck off. Cross part. How many times you pulled your horn today, bud? What? Oh, she's bashful. Oh, come on, kitten. I won't tell anyone. Ballpark six to eight. You're a fucking animal. Play a little five on one. Hit the kitchen. Mix a batch. Feed the ducks. Distribute some free literature. Go time! Fucking shut them! Riley, Jonesy, put your fucking shirts on and get out of here. This This isn't isn't over. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Never buy you a Coke. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy. Oh, my goodness. I figured since we were going back to the north, throw a little letter, Kenny, there at the, at the beginning. I think it works out well. It seems to be the way people talk to each other on Twitter all the time, although I will say that Letterkenny is, uh, how do you say, they're a lot fucking better at it. They're just way fucking better at it. Yeah, it's scripted. So is fucking Twitter for fuck's sakes. Oh, but how is everybody? It is Thursday. God, it's fucking June 3rd already. Oh, my God. One more day. Of work until the weekend is going to be fucking hot as shit here in Wisconsin. 90 degree uh, weather coming in. So it's going to be hot as fuck. Um, anything I got to do outside, get it done early in the morning. Stay inside the rest of the day. <laughs> that's, as, 
that's what I'm uh, going to do unless I want to sweat my dick off, and then uh, then probably I'll step outside, lose some weight maybe. I don't know. Maybe just make it the outside my own personal fucking sauna. Get hammered. Who knows? There's a plethora of ideas to go around. But uh, we are in the NFC North. We're going to finish this up. Uh, last division that we have to go through. We're going to go through the ADPs for the skill positions. Um, and then after I get that done, maybe hook up my new Wi-Fi extender, which came in the mail. That's one of the final pieces for the garage. <clears throat> um, I'm going to install it early. I love the range extenders. 100-yard booster. Oh, my God. It's going to be glorious. It's going to be glorious. But let's uh, let's get into here. Let's get this done. Let's get this finished up. I'm tired as shit. Worked way too many hours this week. But, uh, yeah. So, let's start with uh, Chicago Bears. Let's get in there. Let's go to Soldier Field. And uh, let's talk quarterback. Andy Dalton should start out the season as the starting quarterback. Uh, but really, really... Uh, Make make note of it because uh, Justin Fields is going to start sooner, probably rather than later. Uh, I would believe that you might see Andy Dalton in there for the first month of the season before going to Justin Fields. Now this can change. We've seen what happened um, way back when when Russell Wilson, as a rookie, came in with the Seattle Seahawks and won the starting job right out of training camp. Uh, we have training camp this year, so. It is quite possible that Justin Fields actually does see uh, the starters reps right out the gate in week one. Uh, we will wait and see. We do like Justin Fields. Unfortunately, as Packer fans, we have to acknowledge that Justin Fields is a really good player for these Chicago Bears. At running back, you're going to see David Montgomery also included here behind him. Uh, you have one Damian Williams, who was a COVID opt-out last year, comes over from Kansas City. Uh, Tariq Cohen should see some uh, should see some snaps, third down type role, uh, change of pace. But I do believe this is going to be a backfield to David Montgomery and Damian Williams primarily. Um, if you looked at the Dynasty rookie rankings, I did like Khalil Herbert, uh, the six-round pick out of Virginia Tech, but he's not going to really be doing anything this year. Um, although I would expect that Artavius Pierce, who is currently above him on the depth chart, is probably going to be cut uh, in favor of Herbert. Wide receivers, you're going to have Allen Robinson on one side, Darnell Mooney on the other. Anthony Miller is still in the slot now. They had been trying to get rid of him. They did not cut him. They were trying to trade him. No buyers, no takers. This could be a spot for one um, Demir Bird, who comes in from New England. Uh, this is quite possible. Uh, they are not fully enamored with Anthony Miller. Uh, he's lost favor for whatever reason. He's been a, he's a talented kid. It's just he just not getting the job done. Allen Robinson, of course, we like in this offense as the number one target. Darnell Mooney, I am actually <clears throat> very uh, warm on. I don't want to say lukewarm just because that usually means that I just don't really care much for him. But I do kind of like Darnell Mooney uh, late in the draft. We will see 
where he lines up in ADP. Uh, Second-year tight end Cole Komet <clears throat> got the job done. I was quite surprised. Uh, did not think that he was really going to make much of an impact. He did as a rookie, uh, even though Jimmy Graham was more of the clear number one target in the red zone. Um, but I think that changes this year. I think we start seeing Cole Komet really kind of step up. So as a late, you know, back end tight end one, uh, maybe not. But as a tight end, you know, as a tight end two, with some upside, I think that's kind of more where he is at. Um, but we will take a look at that uh, actually right now. But we're going to start at quarterback first. Uh, let's see where our quarterbacks are going here. Justin Fields, of course, is going to be the first quarterback for the Chicago Bears taken. He's going as QB 21. Uh, very good for Superflex and for two quarterback leagues. I would expect him to go a little bit higher and probably go in front of some other guys. Um, but for now, you know, twenty-one uh, QB 21, 142 overall. Makes him about a 12th round pick. Super flex, super flex two QB. You're going to have to take two, uh, three quarterbacks definitely uh, for this, even for the super flex. So, um, whether or not you're going to want to, if you want to take him in the tenth round, could he go in the eighth? I can see him going in the eighth in two QB leagues. Super flex, maybe not so much. Uh, but I'm sure somebody will probably take a take a shot on him, especially if uh, you have any Bears fans in your league. Um, <clears throat> let's see if anybody's actually taking the bait on Andy Dalton. No, QB 47. Holy shit, 389. That is fucking horrible. So it is basically Justin Fields or nothing uh, for the Chicago Bears. David Montgomery at running back is going as RB 19, pick 33. So that is almost at the end of the third round. Uh, it's a fine spot for him. I had seen some previous drafts uh, where he was going a lot earlier. Um, now, after the uh, 2021 uh, rookie draft, uh, the actual real draft, David Montgomery actually dropped. David Montgomery was going at the back end of the second round, right at the beginning of the third round, then he immediately dropped right afterwards. I can tell you that even though I don't have the numbers on the tracking sheet. So... He's going to be one of the back end of the safe guys here. Um, you know, you're taking him basically as an RB2, quite possibly as an RB3 if you're starting three RBs uh, from the back end of that, from the back end of, say, the first round and going back down and around. I don't hate David Montgomery. There's a lot of people off of him. Um, if you're telling me that Justin Fields is probably going to take the field after, even after. Uh, the first month of the season, I'm probably going to be comfortable having him as my RB, RB2. It, RB2, if you have a wide receiver one, like a high-end wide receiver one that you got in the second round, um, or as a RB3 in a three, uh, if you took three RBs in a row. So let's see here. Damian Williams, are you going anywhere? He's probable handcuff. Actually, Tariq Cohen goes before. He actually goes second. He goes as RB50, pick 144, so you're looking at about 13th round there. Damian Williams, uh, RB56, uh, 170, so very, very back into the 
draft, I would actually take the shot if you're doing best balls now. I would actually go with Damian Williams before I go with Terry Cohen, to be completely honest with you. Um, wide receivers. Where is Mr. Allen Robinson going as a wide receiver? One, he is wide receiver 12 right now, back end of the third round at pick 35. That's a heck of a value compared to last year where he was going at the back end of two, start of three. Uh, let's see where Mr. Darnell Mooney is. Yeah, see, I like Robinson because he ends up coming out as basically QB proof. He's proven that ever since he was a rookie. The only thing that's ever stopped him was that ACL tear, and that was it. Uh, Darnell Mooney comes in as wide receiver 52. So that's a wide receiver 5, pick 133. What the fuck? Goddamn Amazon driver. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, 133, so you're looking at about uh, just right at the start of the 12th round there. That's a fine spot to take a shot on Darnell Mooney. Um, I do like him if Justin. I like him a lot more if Justin Fields starts. He's a better long, uh, deep thrower. Um, other than that, uh, I'm not going to take really any shots on any of the other wide receivers. Tight end. We're going to take a look at Colk Met here. Comes in as tight end 18. So right in the middle of the tight end twos. Uh, pick 148, so it's about a 13th round pick there. Uh, I think that's a fine spot if you want to take if you do two t- tight end leagues, um, tight end premium leagues. Um, I will probably wouldn't do it in t- uh, single tight end uh, redraft leagues, but definitely in DFS, we're going to take a look at him in there. Let's see, just out of curiosity. Where are Jimmy Graham is going here? See how far off everybody is on Jimmy Graham. Oh, yeah. Tight end 40. Holy shit. 312. He will be kind of a fly in the ointment. Um, like I said, probably for a little bit, but I do expect Cole Komet to take the, kind of that next step as a second-year tight end. Um, we saw that with TJ Hawkinson last year. Bears defense I'm completely off of. Uh, if you're curious, they are uh, defense number 17. They could build back into a, a starting capable defense. And there will be spots you know, along the year with the schedule uh, where we will probably take a shot, uh, maybe like a one-week flyer on the Bears defense. But for right now, overall, like a week-to-week starting defense, I'm not going to take any shots on them. Moving on, Detroit Lions quarterback Jared Goff. Not really on Jared Goff whatsoever. I don't like a lot of his targets uh, in the passing game outside of TJ Hawkinson at tight end. Come on, buddy, get up here. Um, just not really high on him. It's just he's kind of bland. I mean, two QB leagues, sure. I mean, you're getting you're going to have to right. You got to take you got to take at least two of the two of the quarterbacks um, because there's only 32 really starting uh, starting quarterbacks out there. Um, two QB leagues, you definitely want to grab a third anyway. So, I mean, if Jared Goff is kind of your third, kind of gets you through uh, your bye weeks for your two other quarterbacks, that's probably your best-case scenario. 
Uh, running backs, we're looking at DeAndre Swift. A little bit of controversy with that one there. We'll get into it. Uh, Jamal Williams is his backup in there. And then you have thir- uh, uh, Jamar Jefferson, the running back out of Oregon State. Seventh-round pick, but he is very, very good. Uh, should have never dropped to the seventh round. Um, so we do like him there, but right now in redraft leagues, we wouldn't pay any attention to him. Uh, Todd Gurley is not going to be coming to Detroit, so we don't have to worry about that. Um, now there has been some comments from Anthony Lynn about, you know, starting hot hand, um, you know, don't want to take away from that. want to keep a guy on, you know, who's streaking. Uh, so I mean, that's just kind of Anthony Lynn. That's what happened in L.A. with the Chargers last, you know, couple of years. Um, With, like, say, Eckler, Justin Jackson last year. I mean, you even had, oh, my God, I can't remember. Kalen Balazs, you know, who had a a decent game one week. So, uh, really, you know, DeAndre Swift, he was getting kind of pumped up as kind of a uh, front-line uh, second round pick. Now he's kind of now it's it seems like the sentiment is kind of having him drop uh, towards the back end of the second round. It'll be curious to see if he drops into the third round. Um, from there, I do actually have to talk about another running back um, while it's on my mind. So Antonio uh, Gibson apparently is still dealing with that fucking turf toe from last year. I don't know why he didn't have any surgery. He didn't have surgery on it. Um. So we're going to get into that when we get into DeAndre Swift's ADP. We're going to have to take a look at that because they're going to go right about in the same spot, okay? Um, but we'll move on to the wide receivers here real quick. We got Rashad Perriman on one side, Tyrell Williams on the other. Tyrell Williams is coming off injury last year. So there's a lot of people that are like, Tyrell Williams, he's really good. He's really good. You know, you don't, don't uh, discount Tyrell Williams. Well, he's coming off a really bad fucking injury. And granted, it happened before the fucking season started, but still. He's an older receiver as far as, you know, late 20s. Has never really been anything special. That's what kind of bothers me about all the talk, right? So he's not that special of a wide receiver, plus he's had a significant injury. I'm not taking any shots on him, okay? Um, the guy that I really want to take a look at, and if you are looking at the depth charts, I do still have Geronimo Allison as the COVID opt. He was COVID. He did the COVID opt out last year. He is still on the team. I have him penciled in right now as the starting slot wide receiver. Now I do believe that rookie Aman Ra St. Brown, Equinamius's little brother. Uh, fourth rounder out of USC. I do believe that he's going to take that uh, slot wide receiver role. He's somebody that I want to pay attention to. Uh, whether or not I'm going to draft him remains to be seen. Have interest. Um, but really, the guy that you're going to want to pay attention to in this offense, uh, definitely for fantasy drafts, is tight end TJ Hawkinson. Um, third year in the offense. We know Jared Goff likes to throw to tight end, his tight ends. Um, he's a little bit more accurate in the short to mid-range game. So uh, TJ Hawkinson is definitely the guy that we want to pay attention to for the Detroit Lions offense. So now let's go ahead and look at the ADPs here for everybody. <sighs> I'm going to start with 
Jared Goff. He comes in actually as QB 30. That's what everybody thinks of him right now. Uh, 185. That has moved up from pick 210. But still, it's about the second worst position that he's been in in the four weeks. Do, 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 do. Go to running back. Look at DeAndre Swift. He's coming in at Q, uh, QB. RB15, pick 23. So he is going back towards the end of the second round. Here's where his ADPs have been all week. Highlight this. So it's been pick 16, pick 17, pick 18. Slow drop each week. And then all of a sudden went from 18 to 23. So I still kind of expect that a little bit to drop talked about Antonio Gibson yesterday 21 19 22 and 18 I expect that toe news to really drop him even further back into the second round so it's going to be between Antonio Gibson and DeAndre Swift here um be completely honest I'm probably still on Antonio Gibson just because I don't trust uh, Detroit more than, and I trust Washington really to get the ball to Gibson a little bit more. Uh, like we said, yes, uh, like I said yesterday, Ryan Fitzpatrick does throw to his run, likes to throw to his running back, so we don't have to worry about that. Uh, you'll have a little bit of JD McKissick bothering that, but I think with DeAndre Swift, I'm a little bit more worried. About Jamal Williams, who is coming in as RB42, so he's coming in as a RB4. Pick 118, I think that's perfect. It's 10th round right in there. I'll take a shot on Jamal Williams back in there. Uh, definitely, I don't know if you want to handcuff it, this thing. Probably want to handcuff it, but I think you're gonna get you're gonna get pissed off trying to decide which one to start each week if they start doing this fucking rotation. That's kind of the problem. Wide receivers. Let's find our wide receivers. They're gonna be low, 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 low. Hmm. Pardon me. So, where are you? Where are you? There's got to be one in here. Come on. Where are you, sons of bitches? <laughs> Holy shit, they're so fucking low that I can't find them. One moment, please. One moment, please. Oh, no. For real? Oh, my God. Amon Ra St. Brown, the rookie, actually comes in as the first Detroit wide receiver off the board. Wide receiver 74. Pick 210, so back end, you know, very back end of the draft. Rashard Perriman is right behind him, though, at wide receiver 76, 216 overall. And Tyrell Williams is wide receiver 87, 273. So, <clears throat> Rashad Perryman should be the number one. It's just really whether or not you want to take a shot on two retreads in Rashad Perryman or Tyrell Williams, or... Since all the Detroit Lions wide receivers are going towards the back end, would you take a shot on the rookie who definitely has you know a place to actually shine? We've seen golf have success with slot wide receivers, a la Cooper Cup. Amon Ross St. Brown is a very smart wide receiver, not as smart as Cooper Cup in terms of you know plays. 
<clears throat> but um, he's a very, very good wide receiver. We liked him, especially during the draft coverage. Um, so really, to be completely honest with you, I'd probably take a shot on the rookie before I take a shot on the other two. It's just how it is. If it's at the back end, I'd rather take a shot on youth. Uh, we've heard this all before. Uh, take the shot on youth instead of, you know, old, tired uh, veterans that really have had no interest in fantasy football before, right? So uh, tight ends, you're going to have TJ Hawkinson. He comes in as tight end six, pick 65. So you're looking at about seventh uh, No, sorry, uh, sixth round in there. He's actually come, you know, moved up the draft. He was 73, 72, 70, and now 65. So whether or not in a home league he's actually going to get taken that high, it remains to be kind of seen. It depends if you have those drafters that just kind of fill in like, oh, I got to get my two running backs. I got to get my two starting running backs. I got to get my two starting wide receivers. I got to get my quarterback, and I got to get my starting tight end. We all know those people in our drafts, okay? So that's probably what's going to happen here. Uh, I would like to get my hands on him if I got him cheap. Um, Eighth round, maybe, um, is where I would like to go in there. Um, Anything behind that, of course, you know, you'd you'd hop all over it like a hobo on a ham sandwich. Um, But I I do like him more than Mark Andrews. I think Mark Andrews is really inconsistent in that offense. This is kind of like guaranteed um, targets at the position, so... Uh, TJ Hawkinson, I am in on, but like I said, I'd like to get him eighth round, seventh. I'm still okay with. So, all right, Green Bay Packers. All right, here we go. So, if if and when Rodgers comes back to the Packers, um. It's going to be the same deal as kind of like last year, right? So we like the offense. We like, of course, Devontae Adams at wide receiver. We like Aaron Jones as running back. Um, If Jordan Love is the starting quarterback, uh, worst case scenario, right? Um, Rodgers doesn't uh, show up, holds out, retires, whatever. Um, I'm I'm still okay with Devontae Adams. Uh, he's been dropping into the second round in a lot of drafts because of the whole Aaron Rodgers news, but I guarantee you he's going to start moving up here pretty quick. Um, so if you really want a discount on Devontae Adams, start hopping into your best balls now and getting your shares and even getting shares of Aaron Rodgers right now he, who's who's dropping down in a lot of best ball drafts. So, um, yeah, still like Jordan Love. <clears throat> um Offense will run better if it's through Aaron Rodgers, of course. Uh, you want to have Jordan Love get that another year on the bench, just kind of learning at the very least. Um, but uh, whether or not you're going to draft Aaron Rodgers, take a look at the ADP. Solid um, solid quarterback, right? Uh, had the really good year last year. Whether or not he can repeat that, that kind of remains to be seen. You generally would... Um, be a little bit more pessimistic that he can reach that level again. Um, so you expect kind of a little bit of a regression. So if he's going higher, which I believe he has been, um, definitely from last year, um, you're probably fading Aaron Rodgers, you know, or somebody's just jumping 
you know, through hoops to kind of get him uh, based on what they saw last year. So he'll go up by, like, say, Josh Allen and Kyler Murray, right? So uh, probably off Rodgers, but I don't hate Rodgers in the right spot. Aaron Jones at running back um, has typically been the back end uh, first round, beginning of the second round guy. Uh, and then you have A.J. Dillon behind him. I do have interest in A.J. Dillon. He'll fill in for the Jamal Williams role. Um, a lot of people are saying, you know, skeptical of his pass-catching ability. Uh, he does have pass-catching ability. It's just that the offense that he was in in Boston College, they just didn't throw the running backs all the time. So um, he will fill that Jamal Williams role. He will, you know, he will be productive, and of course, if Aaron Jones is not there, then he is, you know, to the fucking moon. So, um, as far as the wide receivers go, you got Devonte Adams on one side. You're going to have MVS Marquez Valdez Scantling on the other. Um, and then in the slot, it's going to be kind of curious whether or not uh, Alan Lazard actually holds onto the role, or if they move that rookie, uh, the rookie uh, Amari Rogers, into that role. I think what you're going to see here is kind of a three-man rotation, um, both across from Devontae Adams and two wide receiver sets, and when they go three wide in the slot as well. Um, You'll see MVS in the slot at times. You'll see Lazard in there at times, and you'll see Amari Rogers at times. Um, So it's going to be kind of... I don't know why I say this. If you're risk-averse, you're not going to want to take a shot on anybody outside of Devontae Adams because you're gonna, it's going to be a lot of guesswork on what's going on until we figure out uh, what the exact rotation is or spots for this offense. Um, right now, for me, it would probably... I mean, it's hard. Alan Lazard was, showing, was starting to really show, and then he got hurt in the New Orleans game which was disheartening. That was near the beginning of the season. Um, but, I mean, they spent they spent a third-round pick on Amari Rodgers. They haven't sp- really spent a pick like that on a wide receiver since, <coughs> excuse me, since Adams, since they drafted Devontae Adams. So um, I have a lot of hope for Amari Rodgers. He was very, very good at Clemson. Um, I said it. He was the best wide receiver out of this year's class at Clemson. Uh, tight end, again, uh, Mercedes Lewis is back, but he's going to be the blocker. Robert Tunyon uh, did get an extension um, with some bonus money, so he's going to be their main tight end. Uh, the Jay Sternberger experiment, I think, is coming to a close here pretty soon. Um, I like Jay Sternberger. It's just it's not happening in Green Bay uh, for whatever reason. I mean, he's been injured for most most of his time at the at the NFL level, so that probably has a lot to do with it. But Tunyon's been showing up. Whether or not you would draft him, really, kind of depends on the spot that he's going, um, and we will take a look at that. But first, we're going to start a quarterback. We're going to look at Aaron Rodgers going off the board as QB nine pick seventy. Five, so you're looking at about seventh round. Not terrible. 
Um, who's going in front of him? Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, two guys that I typically do not want to draft. Um, and right behind him, you're looking at Matthew Stafford and Jalen Hurts. So it's kind of it's kind of that uh, little sweet spot in there um, for him. We'll have to see if he jumps. You know, once once any news that he's you know actually coming to Green Bay, I do believe he will. Uh, jump up draft boards a lot more. Uh, running back, you're looking at Aaron Jones. Where is he at? There he is. Uh, RB, 12. Going at overall pick, 15. That's been stable for three weeks. Uh, that's a very good spot. I will hop all over Aaron Jones in that spot. If Jordan Love is the quarterback, you know they're going to ride those running backs into the fucking ground. Um, very good offense for for running backs. Uh, the offensive line, even with the losses um, of Corey Lindsley and Lane Taylor, uh, it's still going to be a pretty damn good offensive line. Packers have always been pretty good at producing uh, offensive line talent, so I'm not too worried about it. You're going to have the rookie uh, Josh Myers out of Ohio State starting at center. Uh, no ifs, ands, or buts. So uh, really good, really good mauler. Um, really good center. So, I have high hopes for the off for that offensive line. Um, let's see where Dylan is. AJ Dylan's going as RB thirty nine, so he's going as a high a higher end RB four pick one hundred two. So that puts him in the eighth round. I don't know if I want to really draft him in the eighth round. I guess I'd rather draft him. I could draft him in the eighth round. I mean, he's going around uh, David Johnson in Houston, the rookie Michael Carter for the Jets, Zach Moss in Buffalo. Uh, Those are the three right above him. James Conner, Tony Pollard, and Jamal Williams are actually going behind him. It's a pretty safe play, Um, so I don't hate it. Uh, but I wouldn't want to make him any more than, say, an RB4 just for death purposes. I uh, wouldn't want to have him being, like, say, a three-man rotation that I'm 100% relying on. So, <laughs> I mean, you get these guys that want to do the zero RB or late-round Q- or RBs. Um, A.J. Dillon's going to be one of their guys. If you're going wide receiver heavy, at the top, I guess, yeah, you could find worse guys to draft uh, late in your redraft leagues. Wide receivers, Devonta Adams is wide receiver two. He's going as the 13th overall pick. So beginning of the second round, that's that's the lowest he's been for a couple of years. So uh, definitely getting value on him. Devonta Adams we like. Uh, if we want to look at, say, just for... Uh, shits and giggles. Look at these Packer wide receivers. Um, I will find them. They are they are way low. Um, you will see. Alan Lazard is actually the first guy off the board. Uh, wide receiver seventy eight though, pick two twenty. So like I said, really far back end. Uh, Marquez uh, Marquez Valdez Scanling or MVS that you'll hear wide receiver eighty two, going at the end of round twenty at pick two forty. Amari Rogers, 89, 282. So it's really kind of shot in the dark type deals. Um, guys that you're going to be looking at the very end of your drafts. Um, really, I think, though, uh, when you look 
at that position for the Green Bay Packers, it's Adams or Bust, really. I wouldn't want to really mess around, like I said, with uh, uh, the three guys that are probably going to rotate, although I'm keeping my eye on the rookie and Rodgers. If you do really super deep drafts, like dynasty drafts, uh, I would go with Amari Rodgers before anybody else. Robert Tunyon at tight end is going as tight end 13. So the first, uh, he's going as the tight end two, beginning of the tight end twos, uh, pick 115. 10th round, not too bad, not too shabby. It's a little high, right? Like your tight end ones are all going by the, by the ninth round, end of the ninth round. Seems kind of odd. Actually, beginning of the 10th round. My bad. So, yeah, Robert Tunyon. Still getting drafted as a sleeper. Will he have 10, you know, will he have 10 um, touchdowns? Yeah, that kind of remains to be seen. But uh, if he gets gets 7 or 8, I mean, he is a favorite target of Aaron Rodgers. So them extending that contract, that could be part of that whole olive branch um, to their star quarterback. Defense is going, just out of shits and giggles, going as defense number 19. Uh, So nobody's really on them. I'm not really on them too much. Um, I do like Stokes across from Jair Alexander. I do think uh, Shamar uh, Jean-Charles can actually become a slot corner. It can knock uh, Chandon Sullivan out of there, to be completely honest with you. If he can do that, if he does that, this defense isn't that bad. Um, They're a lot stronger at the inside linebacker position um, than I think they were last year. But, I mean, if Rashawn Gary can stay healthy, they can keep him on the outside or switch him and Preston Smith I think between inside and outside linebacker, but that's just the Packer. That's the Packer fan of me talking. Last but certainly not least, we are going to talk about the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings, thorn in everybody's fucking side. Uh, quarterback Kirk Cousins. Um, they did draft Kellen Mond in the third round. There's no real threat of Kellen Mond starting this year. Uh, he needs at least a year. If not two, really, um, to learn. Uh, good, decent quarterback to learn under in Kirk Cousins. Uh, whether or not I am going to look at him in any drafts uh, kind of remains to be seen, but he did have a hell of a year. He actually had a really good year last year. I think he had like 35 touchdown passes last year. It's pretty fucking good, dude. So very underrated. Very underrated. You can get him as a probably... <clears throat> You know, last quarterback in a draft. You definitely would take a shot on him in a super flex two two quarterback league. So uh, keep an eye on him if you are in those leagues. Running back, you're going to have Dalvin Cook, of course. He's going to be right at the beginning of your, your uh, redraft leagues. Uh, Alexander Madison should be direct back up again. Uh, Amir Abdullah, Kenny Inwangwu. In, in uh, the running back out of Iowa State would be the backups there. Um, re- I have some interest in Madison still, but we have seen that when Delvin Cook gets hurt, nobody can really take that load. So, um, But we will see what happens this year. I do like the offensive line a lot better than I did uh, the last couple of years. 
wide receivers, you're going to have Justin Jefferson. He's the de facto number one now. Uh, Adam Thielen across from him, and then Chad Beebe taking the slot. Um, Justin Jefferson is going really super high in drafts, um, so he is quite possibly a fade candidate as much as I like Justin Jefferson. Uh, whether or not you really want to take a shot on him, he's not going to – it would be a huge fucking surprise if he re- – if he duplicated what he did last year as a rookie, to be completely honest, if he does it and it's fucking possible, I'm not saying it's not possible. Everybody, everybody should know by now how high I am on Justin Jefferson. Um, but whether or not you need to draft him as high as where he's going, we'll take a look at the numbers here in a second. But, um, with him going that high, it's really dropped Thielen in drafts. And so I'm kind of, I'm a little bit on Adam Thielen this year. And I never thought I was going to fucking say that. But when you hear what his ADP is, you're going to kind of have some interest in him too. Uh, Chad Beebe, no, not whatsoever. Irv Smith Jr. at tight end is really interesting to me. Um, Especially if you want to back up tight end and a guy... You know that really has shown that he can get the job done. Um, that's why they've they let Kyle Rudolph go, um, outside of salary, of course. But Ersmith Jr. is the real deal. Now, this is his fourth year. I'm trying to think. I think this is his. No, this might be his third year. I'd have to. I'd have to double check it, but. Um, even if it was his second or third year last year, he really did show a lot of growth last year uh, compared to 2019. Uh, so I do have some interest in Irv Smith late in your drafts. And let's take a look at the ADPs uh, for our Minnesota Vikings. And then we will wrap this podcast up here uh, with kind of a uh, rerun through real quick uh but kirk cousins going off as qb 17 pick 117 so uh the big number is that he's qb 17 going behind ryan Tannehill, baker mayfield but going in front of carson wentz who we do like uh and daniel jones kind of sort of like um really nice spot really if you look at qb twos man this your our drafts really got deep for super flex and for uh two qb leagues so Everybody know everybody should know by now Superflex, two QB leagues. I have a tendency to really wait on my quarterback position. Um outside, outside of that crazy eight eight person league that we have. Um where you really I mean you can wait, but um you try to grab at least one really uh upper class quarterback in there. So but a lot of these quarterbacks you could take a sh- real shot on. Hmm. If you want a boomer bust team, you could really you could really hold late for your quarterbacks. You could really fucking hold late this year for your quarterbacks, and I think you'd be all right. So, don't feel the need that you have to draft your quarterback super early because um, you'll make up for it uh, at your other positions, and you'll have. I think you're going to have a real st- stable quarterback. Real super late. I'm I'm just saying. 
Dalvin Cook is going as RB2, second pick overall. It's kind of duh. Um, there have been drafts where he's gone in front of Christian McCaffrey. Both guys have dealt with injuries over the years. Um, Christian McCaffrey really has had uh, really had the bad injury last year. Um, so it's kind of got some people skeptical, and they're grabbing Dalvin Cook first overall. I don't have a problem with it. I would probably still leave it as CMC Dalvin Cook. Um, but I, I, I would fault you for it if you wanted to take Dalvin Cook first. Uh, before CMC. Uh, if you're looking at handcuff, Alexander Madison goes as RB48, so right at the back end of the RB4s. Pick 134, so it's about 11th, uh, 11th uh, no, 12th round pick. Wide receivers, okay, so here we go. We're going to talk about, um, if I just scroll all the way to the top, stupid. Uh, Justin Jefferson. So he's going as wide receiver eight overall, uh, pick 26. So right at about that two, three turn right in there. He's going in front of Michael Thomas, Keaton Allen, uh, Terry McLaurin, uh, right behind DK Metcalf, Calvin Ridley, and AJ Brown. That's really good company to be, uh, in there. Now I probably, uh, if Julio go ends up going to Tennessee, I would like probably Justin Jefferson over AJ Brown to be honest with you. But um, that ADP man, Justin Jefferson, we got him super fucking late in our drafts. So in there, I'd probably I would prefer if I if if he's in there in the third round, like if he goes uh, middle third towards the back end, I'm probably jumping on it. Um. 26 so if he's going around the two three turn i might skip it i don't know i would definitely prefer to have dk metcalf though before justin jefferson um but i mean like when you look at justin jefferson and then you look at adam thielen um i mean you're looking at basically this is relative position values so Adam Thielen, who's been the red, kind of more of a red zone target, even though you know he's not the biggest wide receiver in the world, but he's going as wide receiver twenty-one. Um, so right at about the back end of the wide receiver twos, but he's going at pick fifty-five. So he's going middle of round five now. Remember, everybody was jumping on him. Um, he was a fourth round projection, I want to say last year, if I remember correctly, last year. And I said, I guarantee you, he goes, he goes in that back end of three or he goes about mid three. And that's what was happening in most of the drafts. So, I mean, if you're telling me that I can get, if he falls into that fifth round, I think that is fucking perfect. Now that's right behind DJ Moore and Deontay Johnson. It's going in front of rookie Jamar Chase for Cincinnati, Brandon Ayuk and Kelly, Kenny Galladay. I may take a chance on Jamar Chase if he's there. To be completely honest, just because I'm kind of a rookie, I'm kind of a rookie horse sometimes. But I mean, it's a good. We talked about Cincinnati, right? They're going to have to throw. He's going to be the number one target for Joe Burrow. So I would probably take the what I would consider the more talented wide receiver because Adam Thielen was really an undrafted rookie free agent uh, when he came out. So, um. I would take Thielen in front of Brandon IU, Kenny Galladay, but if Jamar Chase is there, I'm probably taking him. I may even take Cooper Cup in front of Adam Thielen. So 
that's kind of my thoughts and feelings on it. Um, tight end, let's look where Irv Smith is going. He's actually going right in front of Tunyon uh, as the tight end 12, so right at the back end of the tight end ones, uh, pick 112. I don't think anybody's going to really be on him. Um, I think you can get him definitely probably 12th round or later, to be completely honest with you. Because I think you're going to get guys that are going to uh, that are going to jump on, say, guys like Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith, uh, probably a Rob Gronkowski in there, uh, just because of name recognition. And that's pretty much it. But and then I've talked about the Minnesota defense that I think that they're kind of a little sneaky wild card in here uh, for this year. It all is going to come down to there was a. It's basically their secondary. Uh, you have Cameron Dantzler and Jeff Gladney from last year, <clears throat> and then you got Pat- Patrick Peterson in there. So as long as Patrick Peterson really hasn't lost too much of a step, uh, it's, that secondary has been rebuilt. Um, their linebacking core is actually really good, and so is their front line. This is going to be a really good defense, and they're going as defense uh, number 24. So if you want a sneaky defense in here, and we'll look at we'll look at the strength of schedule. Uh, we'll see how it fares out to see if they're actually a team that we want to grab early, or not early, but actually you know grabbing your your draft. Um, yeah, I I'm really on it. It's the best def- It's the best defense in the NFC North, and it's going to be the best defense in the NFC North as long as Kirk Cousins doesn't make a lot of boneheaded mistakes. Um, which, you know, he's going to have that pressure of having that rookie behind him, even though he's not going to start right away. But they should be riding with Dalvin Cook again this year. Um, they should be able to really kind of do the ball control, keep their defense fresh. And I hate to say it, um, God, outside of the Packers with Aaron Rodgers, they're really the top. They're really the top guys to knock the Packers down. But. That's the NFC North. That is the end of our coverage of all the divisions. That's the end of the second quad. I'm tired. I'm ready to go to bed. But I got some work to get done. Y'all have a good night. I'll talk to you next week.